Everyone, gather around your radios because It Happened Today has a tale for you today that will have you revving up your history engines. Have you ever wondered where in the world the term automobile came from? And when did it become popular in America? Well, you guessed it. It happened today. And a few other days, but we're covering it today. Here is the story of a January 3rd, 1899 New York Times editorial and of Alexander Winton's wild ride from Cleveland to New York, the actual drive that put the auto in automobile. Now, imagine this. It's January 3rd, 1899, and the streets are still filled with horse-drawn carriages, top hats, hoop skirts, and you pick up the copy of the New York Times to read. There is something uncanny about these newfangled vehicles. They are all unutterably ugly, and never a one of them has been provided with a good or even an endurable name. The French, who are usually orthodox in their etymology, if nothing else, have evolved automobile which being half Greek and half Latin is so near to indecent that we print it with hesitation. While speakers of English have been fatally attracted by the irrelevant word horseless. Little did anyone know that a mere four and a half months later, the New York Times and numerous other publications would fine-tune their own etymology to accept this new word. On May 22, 1899, Alexander Witten, the man with a vision, or maybe a bet he had with his buddy that he can make it to New York faster than the Pony Express, who really knows, left Cleveland, Ohio for New York in one of his famed Witten vehicles. Along for the ride, Charles B. Shanks of the Plain Dealer newspaper. So, Witten decides to take his horseless carriage, as they called it back then, for a little spin. I mean, who needs gas stations when you can just feed your car oats and carrots, right? Picture this. A large carriage-like wooden body on large rubber tires with a single-cylinder engine thumping along. It's not exactly the sleek, sexy cars we have today, but hey, it had four wheels and an engine, so it was practically a speeding locomotive off the rails. I like to imagine that Winton had a bit of a lead foot, zipping along those dirt roads like a man possessed, leaving horse-drawn carriages in his dust. Imagine the bystanders' reactions. Is that a runaway carriage without its horse? Or did someone spike the sarsaparilla? When word got around that Winton was planning to drive from Cleveland to New York City, a distance that's roughly the equivalent of traveling to the moon and back in those days, people were flabbergasted. They couldn't fathom the audacity of this man and his devil wagon. So, Witten's on the road, and you can imagine the obstacles he's facing. No GPS, no service stations, and probably not a single drive through for miles. I bet he even had to stop at a general store and ask for directions. Uh, excuse me, good sir, could you point me in the direction of the nearest gasoline emporium? Now, here's the kicker. Witten makes it to New York in a blazing 47 hours and 34 minutes. The newspapers of the time were all over it. Charles Shanks of the Plain Dealer, who was Witten's co-pilot, had been wiring the story out along the entire journey. 
he and Winton had agreed to use the term automobile, the same term the New York Times had railed against months earlier, instead of the common term horseless carriage. And so automobile saw wide publication across the U.S. And there you have it, folks, the tale of the New York Times and Alexander Winton's road trip that both helped etch the term automobile into our daily vocabulary. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, keep laughing and keep those engines running, preferably with a bit more horsepower than Winton had. And remember, if you're enjoying It Happened Today, give No Driving Gloves a like, share us with a friend, and subscribe to the podcast. As always, enjoy the ride.